Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's October 19th, 2023. It's time for your Impact Post Show. And it's uh, the Bound for Glory Go Home Edition because this Saturday, myself, Steven Jensen, and probably Cresta Star, because let's face it, I'm going to bully her into doing the post show. We will be doing a Bound for Glory post show on YouTube.com slash Fightful. So join us then. But for now, we're talking about tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling, the Go Home Edition, where there was a good amount of stuff going on. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, BTI. George Iceman's in the bathroom doing his promo. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But Cresta Star, how are you? I'm doing great. My energy is high. I've got water. I'm hydrated. I hope you guys are having a good evening. How are you, Joel Pearl? I'm here. I'm surviving. I didn't yawn throughout the show. I promise. I have so much going on. We're going to talk about the wrestling. And of course, if you want to talk about the wrestling with us, do do a couple things. First of all, leave a thumbs up on this video if you have not already, or just do it again. No, don't do it again. But if you do it again, then do it one more time because you got to just do the thumbs up. And then also subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash fightful. And if you want to support us with your monies, you can go over to FightfulSelect.com. Best five bucks in the business, best $54 a year to get your exclusive news. We'll talk about that a little later. Or you can donate a super chat right now. Any amount of question or statement read on the air. Or you can head on over to HumperChats.com and Cresta will tell you how, why, when, and where. So you take your fingers or your thumbs if you're on your phone. You go to HumperChats.com. You type your comment in the comment box. You put your donation in the donation amount box. And it could be any comment like, hey, Joe Pearl, what do you feel about Kenny King and Kylan King not being in a tag team called the King of Kings? Who knows? We get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds. We'll give you an answer. It may be advice. It may be bad advice. But you can do all of that at HumperChats.com. I will only answer the question that was just posed if someone sends a super chat or a humper chat asking me. <laughs> that's the only thing I feel like. I don't know why they're not in a mixed tag called like King of Kings or like, because I think that'd be such a, they're, they're such good players, but that's just me. And also we hey, saw them tonight. We're only just beginning with the Kylan King separation from a tag team. So mm-hmm. who knows? And also we just, 
ended a Kenny King storyline tonight. So maybe it'll happen. Who knows? But let's let's talk about the rest of the stuff. Let's start right into BTI because, like I said, our pal George Iceman was hanging out in the bathroom. How do I know? Cresta, if there's one thing I know, it's that in a public bathroom, only that reverberation exists from the way that George Iceman was talking to us tonight. Listen, when you have to go to work, you got to go to work. He don't get paid by the hour. That's fair. I get it. And you know what? He was plugging Bound for Glory, talking about the surprises that happen every year. And then he talks about how he he was checking out his, go, going through his Rolodex, talking to his, his, his contacts, and that there's somebody who has been booked a flight and accommodations, and they don't know who. And I'm thinking to myself, if you don't know who's coming to the show, I think we have bigger problems than surprises. Listen, George Iceman just gets the intel. It doesn't have to be correct intel. He just gets some intel. Are you saying that he is the not accurate Fightful Select version of Impact Wrestling's intel? I wouldn't go so far as to say that. That's why you're the biggest heel in the business. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Iceman says there's going to be surprises. I'm going to take him at his word that there will be surprises. What they are, who knows, because there's a lot coming up at Bound for Glory. We'll talk yes. about that card uh, as we get closer to the end of the show. Jody Threat takes on Kylan King on the BTI match. It's Battle of the Redheads, like one and a half redhead, because Kylan King has the the top red, but then the underneath is black hair. It's just, anyway, it's a good match. Uh, Kylan King selling at the end with the knee, faking the injury, and then tosses Jody Threat in the ring, hits that King's curse, wins the match. It's a good one-on-one -on -one match. I don't love Jody Threat losing, but she's lost already. So I guess that cat's out of the bag. What do you think of uh, Threat and King? I do want to point out that um, that snap suplex uh, Threat got on King. I think when King went in for a spear, that looked really gnarly considering the height difference. Um, besides, I have nothing really to add. It does make sense that Kylan King won here. Like you said, she just broke up from a tag team. Jody Threat already lost. And if you're going to lose to anyone, why not lose to a big, angry redhead? Kind of. <laughs> I have a feeling, I don't know, I don't know her injury status, but if Taylor Wilde's good to go, we might see her as early as Saturday at Bound for Glory, uh, maybe hitting up the Call Your Shot gauntlet, or maybe a fallout, maybe costs Kylan King something that she's going to challenge for. I could see that happening. But Taylor Wilde versus Kylan King is, is a play that they're going to have, considering they've admitted that Kylan King is the one who took out Taylor Wilde. So why not? For now, Jody Threat's just kind of, figuring it out we don't know what's going on with her yet in terms of her status with impact on the show we know she works for the company so that's we know all. she's there we just don't know what she's doing y'all <laughs> yeah, exactly we'll get there she's in the call your shot gauntlet as well along with a myriad of other performers we'll talk about later uh the main impact show opens up a speedball mike bailey taking on samurai del sol crest the star what happens to luchadors when they wrestle in impact wrestling I tried to tell this to my friends. I'm like, no, but he's really kicking that guy's butt. I'm like, speedball don't lose unless it's Jonathan Gresham. So that being said, Luchador's an impact. They just be losing. They, they just be losing. losing. That's just the way it is. Good chemistry, though. I mean, good speed. Both men had the keys to each other, and they did good stuff. It's a good, there's a good spot, the double single leg kick, where they both take each other down. There's good stuff. The pump kick turned into the tornado kick, where both men hit their respective moves in the corner was good. Ultima Weapon gets the win. A good match for speedball heading into bound for glory taking on will osprey that is the it's such an interesting match because i've been calling it the sponsorship match since they're they're just they've attached it to a movie the movie is the match that the sponsored the whatever uh what do you think of the match speedball versus samurai del sol 
I do enjoy that spot where um Speedball goes to kick someone and they just move and Speedball's foot is just still there. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the arm drag in the beginning too, where uh Del Sol catapulted himself off the middle rope was really clean and nice. The chest kicks onto Speedball. I feel this match itself was good. This match wasn't bad. It's just unfortunate that Luchadors lose. I mean, we saw it again tonight with Black Taurus, but. Again, the most interested I've ever been in watching Luchadors and Impact is going to be this weekend when they do the Fallout on Sunday, when they do a Hispanic Heritage Month thing, and they bring in all of this talent. They bring in Conan. They bring in. They'll have Black Taurus, and they'll have uh, Laredo Kid, and they'll have Samurai Del Sol, and they'll have all of the talent. And they've all been promoted, and I don't know who's going to win, and I don't know how they're going to figure out a way to have everybody lose. Yeah, listen, I don't know. Uh, shenanigans. PCO comes out and summons the undead zombie. Uh, Violet my design. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's what, actually that's what we said last week is that they'll do a six man tag and then d- the design will show up and Khan and Diener will just beat the shit out of all six men. DQ. Everybody loses. No one's a winner. Nobody wins. <laughs> oh, the fans win. Anyway, I'm looking forward to Speedball and Will Ospreay. But this match oh, is hell yeah. This 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 Samurai Del Sol match versus Speedball, that this was good stuff. It, it it delivered exactly how it should have. And that was a momentum match for Speedball. And that's really what the uh what the point of tonight was for those who have bound for glory matches. All yeah. the matches were just matches for momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move along. Dirty Dango promo time. Uh, they're doing the the backs the, the, the pre-tape back, not backstage, but outside thing. It says Memphis is ghetto, so he skipped going to the gym and stayed in his hotel to get room service. He mentions the Flying Elvises, which was a TNA like original team. It says Shannon Moore, Sonny Siaki, and Evan Courageous. They were the Flying hmm. Elvises, right? Uh, we're not going to get into the Flying Elvis lore. You can figure out what the Flying Elvises were. I mean, I can assume it's the Young Bucks, but uh huh. <laughs> exactly, either way, they looked like Elvis's. They flew. Uh, but then he says, "Dancing flare pants gimmicks never give get over," which is clearly a shot at his old Fandango gimmick. And then they talk about why Oleg Prudius, and he says, "You know, Bravo screwed up. Dango wasn't happy, so he called his accountant Oleg." And then mm. says, "Oleg beat John Wick, sent him to Italy, and now Keanu Reeves isn't doing a movie till 2028." When he said that, I was like, yo, what? Dango, sometimes you just be saying stuff. Just to say it. And good to say it. Because then he says, Bravo will throw himself on the grenade, whether that's at war or at the club. And then he says, Oleg is the grenade. And they just cut. That's it. And it's like, what the hell? It was just a sharp cut. I was like, did my TV go out? Like, <laughs> They just realized they were either going nowhere or they just went too far. I mean, you know, he's being an edgelord. That's his whole gimmick. It's edge of nothing in that one. Probably <laughs> dulls. Anyway, uh, Ace of Base have a promo backstage to say the rascals have committed. They're, they're, they've been, they're committed to the five Ds of dodgeball and avoiding Ace of Base. And uh, they, the runways reach this conclusion. Ace of Base are going to win. Yada, yada, yada. Good promo. Simple stuff. Yeah. Ditto. Because I don't have any notes for this, to be honest with you. Kenny King with Sheldon Jean take on Heath. I don't have much to say about this because Heath is fairly listless because his impact contract is winding down. It seems like he's on his way out. Uh, King tries to pin Heath with his feet on the ropes. The referee catches it. And then Gene gets distracted or Gene gets on the apron, distracts Heath. King hits Heath and uh, kicks him and hits the Royal flush. That's the win. That's the match straight up. Kenny King wins. Now we get to move on and Heath is presumably wrapping up with impact. 
I mean, this match, I, 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 I want to say something nice about it. So I'm going to say Sheldon Jean cheated, and that was a really nice Pele kick on Heath. It was a nice Pele kick on Heath. It really was. Anyway, Frankie Kazarian, we're gonna we're gonna roll through this. Episode. Yeah, this like it when I realized that it was like almost ten o'clock, I was like, yikes. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Dobby the Brain Heenan sends us a super chat saying, can't wait for Bound for Glory. Cresta, you got to be in the Bound for Glory post show. I'm telling you, you have to be a part of it. You don't need collision this week. Forget it. Don't go forgetting your roots with Fightful. There you go. Joel needs his forever tag partner. I do. At this point, Cresta Star is the only forever tag partner I have. I've got Jeremy Lambert on in the weeds, but like, I don't get Kate all the time because Kate and I have weird schedules on Sundays and things come up and all this stuff, but I can always depend on Cresta. She, she has become my most dependable. You know what's funny about that statement is the last time I said, okay, let me go cover Collision instead of uh, Impact, one of my friends said, mm-hmm, you're just like everybody else. You're forgetting your Impact roots once you get a little fame. I was like, wow, that's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> the bullying is working, y'all. I think I'll be here Saturday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Somebody tried to use that line on me once, but that's a whole other story. Frankie Kazarian is backstage. He says he loves Edward Edwards and that they will drive impact to newer heights as they as a united duo. And he says Edward says no choice but to respect Frankie Kazarian. Please just let this either continue. It's like it's a it's a it's a fighter you know what at this point. And I don't think Lish wants the latter to happen between Frankie and Edwards. It's it's fine. Do a tag team. Do a tag team. I wouldn't hate it. What do you Remember think? Remember last week when you were like, this is done, and I said, I don't think, and here we are? Here's the thing. I said it was done as a as a, as a one-on-one. Do I think they can team up? Yeah, I think they can team up. Do I want them to team up? No, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. That word exactly, absolutely. I just, like, I would rather Eddie Edwards <laughs> the Edwards be a mixed tag and be terrorizers. I would rather that. I'd rather them be, but especially Alicia on her Vicky Guerrero is such such good shit, pal. But I would rather that. I feel like there's something we could do better with Kazarian. I I I I don't. I don't know I how else to say it. I agree. And here's the thing. At Turning Point, they've announced it's going to be Edward Edwards versus Will Ospreay, which is a match that I'm looking forward to. But I need to be bought in on. Okay, that's fair. Right now, it ain't there. Right now, mm-hmm. it's Edwards who just lost his feud versus Frankie Kazarian, and Will Osprey who's about to have a banger of a match with Speedball, and we don't. And then, and then the stuff that happens at Fallout. So we need to get to Kazarian. Sorry, Edwards and Osprey somehow. But I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, but I'm also expecting uh, Will Osprey to. To brutalize Monsieur One Edward Edwards. And I that's what I'm looking for. This is what I want to see. That's fair. I enjoyed seeing Crazy Steve versus Black Taurus. Hey Cresta, what happens to Luchadors in Impact Wrestling when they wrestle? This was worse than just losing. This was borderline taking your favorite cow out back and giving the old lassie, because Jesus oh. Christ, man. <laughs> There were a few chair spots in here where I'm like, Steve will never walk again. And then the big chair spot with Black Taurus. I was like, Black Taurus will never walk again. Jeez. Like this match was, I like, this was a, this was a fine line of violence and whatever it is. But Crazy Steve is a jerk. (laughs) 
and I, I'm kind of here for it. Black Taurus, I'm tired of you losing in true luchador style. Ridiculous, but this was a really good match. This was a good match. I love the the chair tower set up on the outside. It's like a beat em up match with toys. That's really what it does. Yeah. You know, you had Taurus throwing Steve spine first onto chairs mm. that are set up in the ring. You got the uh, Steve reverses at one point. This like whatever the hell Black Taurus was trying to set up in the corner, Steve just reverses it into like this crucifix style bomb and then follows up with the cannonball into the corner. And it's like, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And they just kept getting more violent. Uh, he go Steve goes for the fork and ends up uh, getting stopped by Taurus, but then gets hit with the Belladonna's kiss and Steve gets the win because Black Taurus is a luchador. I mean, again, this was a good match, and I see a shock in chat saying the craziest of Steve's. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what this is. This is 2016 Slipknot with the weird mask, Crazy Steve. And it's it's good. His presentation is good. I feel like he could be a dead-by-daylight killer. It, it's, it's good. It's good. It just sucks that it comes at the cost of Black Taurus, who, mind you, at one point was sniffing the digital media championship that they never gave to him or was it the x division it was one of those two so justice for black taurus i don't want my black angus beef yet i think black, he deserves black taurus was close to an x division championship uh, a few times back in 2021 so and that was that was against uh, josh alexander so it times have changed that's really all it comes down to but this was a good match this was again a showcase uh, for crazy steve ending the feud with Black Taurus or just ending the former partnership that they had with Decay. Mm -hmm. And this is just a moving on for Crazy Steve because now he's going to focus on Tommy Dreamer, the digital media championship, Bound for Glory. It's going to be, it's just, again, moving stuff along. And that's okay. There was just a lot of momentum matches tonight. Yeah, I, I would go ahead and argue that this was my favorite match of the night. Out of all the momentum moving, this and the main event were really solid matches. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they call you Shot Gauntlet. Everyone shows up and says they're going to win. They basically <laughs> just called them in one by one and said, hey, tell them you're going to win. And they all just said, okay, I'm going to win. And that was it. Honestly, my favorite was Jody Threat. I'm Jody Threat, and I'm going to win. And that's not a promise. That's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Again, Jody Threat told us once upon a time on an interview that like she knows that her acting isn't the best, but she's working to get better at it. And mm. I, I have to respect it. She's trying. And this and was, it was like, good. It was fine. It was serviceable. But again, like learning and growing. That's what we're doing here. We're learning and we're growing. And that's why I don't get upset when Jody Threat's not like this world beater gonna be the world champion type of character yet. She has she has room to grow. And she is taking that opportunity. So I don't think anyone's upset. Out of all those people, that's the only one I remember. That's fair, actually. <laughs> I wrote down everyone's name. But the only one I remember is Jody Threat saying, I'm going to win. And that's not a, a threat. That's the only one I remember. Everyone else throw, threw out their normal catchphrase or just some sort of like call your shot, pun, whatever. So you're right. If she left the lasting impression on you, then you're good. She was raced in <laughs> Her and Thea Hale. Uh, Musa Myers take on PCO and Rhino. This is a fine match. Again, this was uh, just a straight up, we're doing it. PCO, Moose have a chop fest. PCO hits the lung blower and uh, a second rope leg drop on Brian Myers. Moose saves Myers from the PCO salt. And then this is where it gets good. Rhino sets up Moose for the gore. Macklin pulls Rhino out. Goes to take him out, pushes him into the, the corner, into the uh, turnbuckle, and then uh, into the post. And then Bully comes out, and he steps in front of Macklin and was like, don't do it. 
don't 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 hit Rhino. PCO gets hit with the suicide dive or hits a suicide dive on Macklin rather gets in the ring. Moose hits a spear on PCO for the win. So there you go. Moose with that uh, call your shot. Not call your, what am I doing here? The, the, the briefcase, the feast are fired briefcase that Moose has more momentum, more Moose. And then we go backstage. Rhino follows bully backstage says, I don't trust you. I don't need your help. And bully just says, you're welcome. And that's that thoughts. This was a very Moose Myers PCO and a Rhino match. I don't know how else to describe it. It's if if you could describe uh if you if you could close your eyes and have to book that match from memory, that's exactly what this match was. Except there's no hardcore rules. Um the bully raid thing, I don't really get it, but I'm I'm gonna let it play. I get that you're trying to turn over a new leaf, but nobody trusts you, bully ray. You've made it very clear. You said, Do you know who I am? Yes. And when people remind you of who you are, you're like, But yeah, I'm a good guy, psych. You can't, I'm not falling for this again. Um also, Moose, you're not sneaky with that nut shot with the ropes on PCO, and that's why you hit the spear. Moose proves every day that he could be a piece of crap and not care. It's true. It's garbage. The worst. Uh, it was an okay match. It was it was an okay match. It was what it was. It was it's one of those matches that's like the, the storytelling's there, the psychology's there. It's a TV tag match. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. with a little bit, you know, a little bit of we're going, we're going home, we're going to the pay per view. So let's let's just get through this. MK Ultra have a backstager promo, uh, pre tape where they say when you step into the into their world, you become pawns. There's no escape. When you face them, you'll be twisted, broken, and never forget what we did to you. And then I just said to myself, "You cannot break up this tag team." But there's a problem with that. We interviewed Tasha Steeles on In the Weeds this past Wednesday. Cresta, I don't know if you know this, but In the Weeds has a really good record going. We have a streak. Uh, the Undertaker? No, we don't like him. But what okay, we do fair. like are streaks that include lots of interviewees getting big dubs. And everyone that we interview, everybody wins their matches. Tasha Steeles was on on Wednesday, and now I'm a little concerned that Tasha Steele is going to ruin our streak. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful 
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But what if she doesn't? What if her and Deanna Perrazzo become tag team champions? I'm going to be a little upset. I don't think MK Ultra break up right away. However, I do agree that MK Ultra do... do wow. Brain stroke. You too. I huh? do, yeah, it's late. Apparently, I do agree that MK Ultra need to stay as a tag team and not break up. I don't know how that works. Uh, Diana Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles were a really good tag team at one point. I, I, ugh. it's gonna be a good match. I tell you what, but uh, at some point during that video package, I'm like, are we talking about wrestling? <laughs> what am I watching? Can I watch this with my friends? But that's the thing with MK Ultra is that they, I say this every time, they make a certain group of people feel a certain kind of way. And it's just, it, it, it just. I'm the works. target audience. I'm the target audience. And that's the thing. You, you and a lot of others are just loving it. Listen, I love it. I'm entertained as hell because I see what they're doing and I see how well it, it does in terms of metrics, in terms of engagement, like there's something there. That yeah. The the two the two good looking sexual innuendo charged redheaded women. But they're also it. super murderous. So yes. it's the juxtaposition. <laughs> it's literally every single person who gets an, a, a message to their 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 exclusive content page saying, "Please blank on my blank." That's them. <laughs> And it works. Hello, yes, please. Hello, I would like you to put me in a Northern Light suplex. Hello, yes. We've had this conversation. We, you know what? I had okay. I'll, so I'll tell another in the weed story. Same conversation. We were talking with uh, MLW Selena De La Renta, and we were talking about how that's something that that she gets to her exclusive brand page is people being like. Please smack me in the face. And I get that's a comment. That's that's MK Ultra. They're they're beautiful, they're powerful, and they are 
like they, people want you to do the things. I will say that that doesn't surprise me because I've seen many a video where people are like, hey, I'm autograph session. I just saw this on Chris Bay's TikTok. Shout out to Chris Bay. Guys, let me get an autograph. And he's like, yo, can you slap my chest? (laughs) That's more normal. That's more normal. It is because the the knife had chopped, the Ric Flair chopped. Like, that's a thing. That's been a thing. This is just like, so slam me, please. Yeah, this is like step on my face. And it's like, you're not Tony Alice. What the hell are we doing here? They said, listen, this is what I need you to do. You know that video of Kota Ibushi doing a moonsault on his phone? I'm the phone. <laughs> and that's why MK Ultra. That's why it works. Lose. That's why they shouldn't lose. Listen, it puts butts in seats. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people want them. Anyway, I'm not going to go with them. No, no, not doing this here. <laughs> Alex Shelley has to sit down with Josh Alexander. Scott Demore is moderating. Well, at least he tries to. He tries. Cresta, I have to say, God bless Impact Wrestling for trying. I don't know if you saw this. Did you? See? Okay, so so Scott's got his ear pods in. Okay, and then I don't know if you saw this, but you have Shelley wearing a piece in this ear, and you've got Alexander wearing a piece in this ear. And both pieces look very uh, familiar, as if they're a pair of power beats that they're sharing for the sake of <laughs> And that's a production thing. Again, this is just funny to me. Other people, whatever, they don't notice this. The sit-down is fine. I like that they're still telling me Alex Shelley is, is upset about not being given the spotlight. He didn't get the first question. He's saying that Alex that Alexander's trying to get out of his title shot because he took the match with Khan and Diener was there to potentially put, you know knock him off being 100%. And then Josh Alexander starts making the transitional comments, the transitional champion comments, and Shelley just goes apeshit and leaves. And he goes after Josh Alexander. And I had to remember for a second, and this is where it was smart. They started the promo with Scott Demore saying, you're both in the building, but because you two can't keep your hands off each other, you're in different rooms tonight. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, okay. That's how they beat the shit out of each other in the same scene because they set it up that they're in the same building and anything could happen. I respect that they did that. What do you think of the sit down? I thought... I mean, to me, it's just Josh Alexander doing the same thing that Bully Ray did to him because this is very much cut and dry. Bully Ray, like, I understand what it takes to be a champion. I was, I held this company on my back. You got, like, you got all these people. You're tired. I get it. Uh, but I do agree with Josh Alexander telling Shelly, bro, you think you're a transitional champion. That's why you're fucking mad. Oh, sorry. That's why you're mad. That's why you are acting this way. And I think that to an extent, that's a valid criticism. But at the same time, I think that Josh Alexander made another good point. Like your fingerprints are all over this industry, all over this promotion in particular. I think it would be unwise to take the belt off of Shelly right now. I wouldn't hate a Josh Alexander, um, Alex Shelly, two out of three sort of situation when we get to the third time that this happens. Um, you have Alexander maybe win it at the top of the next year. Maybe, maybe. But I think Alex Shelley deserves to be champion for a while. I do. I think that he's a good champion. And there's nothing wrong with Motor City Machine Guns getting the shot because they literally built Impact TNA from when it was dirt, dog. So, And if you 
want to build something. Fightful Select is the best five bucks in the business. I didn't have a I didn't have a good transition. You gave me a bunch, and then you you settled on on the the thing you said. I was like, hmm, all right, that's what I got. Sorry, Krista. You said you can build together our knowledge on wrestling at Fightful.com for five bucks. The best $54 a year in the business. FightfulSelect.com. Get your news exclusively through us because we get it right. It's what we do. You want to hear about Roman Reigns' creative plans post Vince Kennedy McMahon's ousting? We got him on FightfulSelect.com. Serena Deeb was backstage at Collision last week. We have the details over on FightfulSelect.com. And of course, Ask Grapsity, Sean Ross Sapp's Q&A, the Weekender podcast featuring Steven Jensen, who will be with us this Saturday after Bound for Glory on the main channel, talking about Bound for Glory along with myself and Crescent Star. He does the Weekender podcast where he covers all the independent wrestling and all of the spoilers you don't get to hear about elsewhere. Or maybe you don't want to hear it and you can just fast forward through it. Anyway, that's available on FightfulSelect.com and, of course, Sour Graps if you want the sour side of wrestling you've got alex palowski and you've got the one and only miss kate fabe they are over on fivefulselect.com coexisting after dark with rob and maggie they drop episodes as well over on fivefulselect.com best five bucks in the business best 54 dollars a year in the business go get at it right now have you done it yet did you do it fivefulselect.com are we done we got a main event yeah brother Get your upper chats in. Get your super chats in. Let's get to it. Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, take on Trinity, Mickey James. Trinity, Mickey James, get the victory here. Uh, It's Mickey James's night, but not after Trinity basically moves through the entire matchup on her lonesome. This is a good match. I actually really enjoyed that Trinity did do most of the match, and I really enjoyed that they denied the hot tag to Mickey James twice. Mm Mm-hmm. And eventually had Mickey come in, do the House of Fire. And, and then they did a little double teaming to get the victory. The Mick DT on Savannah Evans gets the win. What do you think of Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans versus Trinity and Mickey James? Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans take hateration and holleration in this dancery to a whole new level. Trinity's still doing her entrance. Everyone's having a good time. Her and Mickey both got in the cowgirl hats. And they're like, knock it off. I'm tired of this. You, you took 30 seconds too long. Um... <clears throat> Poor Jay Vidal trying to help um, Savannah. Not, not, yeah, not Savannah. I'm sorry. Giselle Shaw. He ends up yeeting her damn near off the ring like he was trying to take her out just for Trinity to hit the crossbody. I do agree that it was really smart to keep Mickey James out of that match. You could say, oh, maybe on purpose, maybe not. But the hot tag spot, the first one where she gets the tag and the ref is like, get out the ring because he didn't see it. I thought that was brilliant because that's really frustrating. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. It was just a really well-done match. It was a solid back and forth. And on top of it, you didn't have the dissension between Mickey and, and Trinity until the end of the match where they play. I don't love the tug-of-war gimmick, but at least here it was like... So remember, I don't know if you remember this. There was going into WrestleMania one year where it was Roman versus Brock, which I know is like every WrestleMania from the last... I'm about to say, what would, would be more specific? <laughs> I will say it was five years ago, but they they did they did a tug of war finish to Raw where it's just them grabbing at it and like the the title is close to their heads as they're both staring at each other fighting over the top. It's very cheesy and it looks awful. They did not do that tonight with Mickey and Trinity. They made it look like Mickey wants that title that she deserves to get it back, and Trinity's like over my dead body. That worked for me. 
that looked good. And that's why it's on the thumbnail tonight because it looked good. It works. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the match. It looks like it's going to be a respect match. I wouldn't hate one of them cementing themselves as a, as a heel after the match. I think match. it's Mickey. I think it'll be Mickey. I do too. I do too. And and I love the idea of Mickey running a heel stable or just being a heel in impact because we we haven't seen that in a very long time, if ever in impact. I'm trying to remember the back of my head. Regardless, Not since I've been watching the most heelish thing Mickey James has done is kiss the girl. I kiss the girl and I like the ear. MK Ultra has proven that that's not a heel thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but regardless, Mickey Mickey hasn't been a heel in a very long time, and this is an opportunity for her to do that. So we'll see what they do. Regardless, yeah. uh, we may as well run down this card. But first, we got a super chat from Dex Baker saying Giselle's improved so much for her and her faction is working. Do you see her winning gold or silver in impact as it would be before Bound for Glory 2024? First of all, we put over Giselle Shaw so much, especially over the last year. When we started doing this show, Cresta, we weren't totally sold on Giselle Shaw. Things have changed. She's put in the work. She is getting out there. She is doing great stuff. Cannot say enough positive things about her. She gets out there. She does media extremely well. She's a great ambassador for the company. And on top of that, there will come a time where she deserves that Knockouts World Championship. Will she get it in the next year? I could see it easily happening. What about you? I could actually see Giselle Shaw grabbing the Digital Media Championship on some shenanigans. And that'll be a reign of terror. And I think that'll be like the true test of skill, if you will. But I could absolutely see her being... um, a tag champion with Savannah Evans. I don't know if that's like, that'll probably be a next year thing. World champion. I want to see how this stable goes first, but digital media champion, even X division for cheat. I could see it. Cause I can see it. That stable's full of shenanigans. I could see, I don't know what championship, but knockouts maybe towards the end of next year. But I think like the DMC or X division, she could absolutely take. Here's, here's the big question. If, and when she wins the knockouts world championship, Giselle Shaw, Baby face or heel? Good good guy or bad guy? Well, I think it depends. Right now, her doing it as a heel makes sense. But she could have one of those character development moments where she's like, "Mm, actually, you kind of suck, so I'm going to do the right thing. You know, so maybe. But she's such a good heel. Like, it's that cocky confidence of that I'm the D. It plays well into her. But I think she could be a baby face, but she's a good heel. Why mess up a good thing? Yeah, I know, but eventually you're going to get to the point where she's going to get cheered. I don't know when it happened because it isn't happening yet, but it's always in the back of my mind. I just think it's find somebody who they hate. Oh, she'll get cheered. Her versus Alicia Edwards. Who you cheering for? I don't want that match to happen. Please don't put that on. Please don't do it. Stop it. I'm just saying, you want people like, Alicia Edwards is doing what she needs to do to be an insufferable heel. So no matter who goes against her, it's like, yo, I don't know who you are. You could be wrestling a piece of paper. I'm cheering for that paper. <laughs> but the character Alicia's doing is so good. It, it is. It's so good. It makes She's like Dominic Mysterio. You want to hate her. So no matter who she's across from, they're going to get cheered. So yeah. I, I could see that be the situation where it's like, damn, you gonna make me cheer for Giselle Shaw? I'm definitely not cheering for you. Shaw, 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 <laughs> We got a packed Bound for Glory. Let's go down the card real quick. Give our predictions, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Monsters Ball Match, PCO, Rhino, Steve Macklin, and Moose. 
we saw three out of the three out of four of those people in tonight's episode and of course macklin showed up in a match but uh what did you think what do you what do you think it's pco rhino macklin and moose macklin i feel like we're gonna start getting macklin back on track macklin's been showing up it's gonna be a good match with pco rhino macklin and moose i see it being macklin moose is gonna cheat moose is gonna be mad but i see it being macklin yeah, even with a dick punch, I see it being Macklin. Because that's definitely happening. I hate his guts. He knows this. But Steve Macklin should win. He should pin PCO. And he should hold that shit over Bully Ray's head. Yes. And be like, I did something you couldn't do. And he should take it too far. Yes. He should, he should basically write off PCO. Because, again, if the rumors are true and PCO is finito bandito today or at Bound for Glory, then let that be the end of PCO. Have Macklin. Yeah. Finish PCO and be like, I did what you couldn't do, you coward. Yeah, you got it all. And now you're over here helping people. You're getting soft, Bully Ray. You said, do we know who you are? Do you know who you are, Alex Shelley? I like it. Uh, MK Ultra, Killer Kelly, Mashasimovich. They take on Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steele's Team Adams for the Knockouts World Tag Team Championships. I want MK Ultra to win. I do love Atasha Steels. I do love a Deanna Perrazzo. I think it's going to be them because they just formed a team. But at the same time, put some respect on MK Ultra's name. But I think this might be the one where they change hands. And I'm very sad. I think MK Ultra is going to retain. I want them to. I don't care. I'll be wrong for this. But I feel like if they just put this team together, it doesn't make sense for them to go against MK Ultra to get beat up. If MK Ultra does retain, I then get to make fun of Tasha Steeles for ruining my streak. I again, I got MK Ultra in my heart, but I'm going to go on record and say Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles. That's just what it's giving. I mean, I get it because this is one thing that Impact does is they throw together a tag team and give them the tag titles. Yeah. So I don't want it to happen, but I understand the feeling. Uh, Impact World Tag Team Championships. These are not thrown together teams. Rascals, Trey Miguel, Zachary Wentz take on ABC, aka the Ace of Bays. Ace Austin, Chris Bay. Are they getting its title back over in the Bullet Club world? I don't think. I think the shenanigans. I think the Rascals retain. I think the Rascals' reign of terror continues. I think they retain. I could see Myron Reed showing up a day early and getting involved in this match because Myron Reed's going to be part of the tapings the next night. What a way to introduce him than having him get involved in the uh, the Because, you know, the good well, one of the good hands is going to be there because the other one's on paternity leave. So... That is something to think about. Hmm. Although paternity leave in wrestling is like one week. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, he's been a month, but anyway, the point is uh, I could see, I could see rascals retaining on this as well. Okay. Um, but with shenanigans. Yeah, definitely. This isn't clean. No. And, and then maybe have Austin and babe split up for a little bit. Have them go singles for a little while. Start doing some other stuff. Okay. Have Austin go after the, uh, the exhibition title. Have Chris Bay go after the world title, but that's. Just, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Just spitballing. Who knows? Maybe Quadzilla wants that world title. Maybe Bay wants the exhibition. Who knows? Not Quadzilla. That's his name. Really it's true. It. It's true. That man's quads is large. <laughs> Call your shot, Gullet. Winner gets a trophy and a. <laughs> the dinky trophy gets me every year. And they also <laughs> get a contract that they can use anytime for a championship match of their choosing. Uh, so far, the confirmed gauntlet entrance, Jake something, Dirty Dango. Uh, Jake something enters number one. Dango enters number 20. Champagne saying Eric Young, Jordan Grace, Brian Myers, 
Shira, Kylan King, Jody Threat, Bully Ray, Joe Henry, Frankie Kazarian, Kenny King, Giselle Shaw, and Edward Edwards. So we have five open slots. Feels like Jake something's going to win, though. <laughs> Y'all, I was thinking the same thing. I like. I feel like this is a Jake something match. I think that from this, we're going to push Jake something for real. And whoever wins, uh, there's no Josh Alexander. Ale there is no, there is that match. I don't know, but whoever wins, that's going to be their first, um, their first challenger. Who are who are the five people, the five extra entrants in this match? C so CM Punk. Yo. Okay. <laughs> so I know y'all. I know this is the one show that y'all come from refuge from CM Punk talk, but indulge me a minute. I will humor me and me. Cross the star. I will quit. When I say I will audibly laugh loud enough to break the sound barrier, well, you'll hear it in Canada. I will laugh because wrestling is all the work and that proves it. So please stop taking it so seriously. Now, I can't believe I'm about to say this on national television. <laughs> CM Punk is a draw whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. Devin Chicago, that would that would pop a rating for sure. I don't know what the hell he gonna do. I don't know how they gonna pay him, but I would audibly laugh and hope that he does he does something good for Impact. Because quite honestly, whether you like him or not, he's a draw. I I like Impact. I've been watching Impact for a solid year. Shout outs to Fightful for that. And I think that the more eyes on Impact, the better. Even if he's in there for a solid three weeks for three weeks cheeseburgers and some hot dogs, I don't know like. I it, it's I, I don't want to put that into the universe. I know people are going to feel mad, but it's going to put eyes on the product. And sometimes you got to think about the bigger picture. <laughs> so uh, for real, I, do think, I think that, so I do think that Jonathan Gresham will be a part of this thing. He's not listed at least on Wikipedia, but he could be. And um, someone in the chat saying Juventud Guerrero, he's part of that uh, Hispanic heritage month. Everyone's going to lose taping. So oh. Him and Samurai Del Sol could easily be two of the, uh, that's three, three out of the five right there that we just called. So who knows? Maybe a returning somebody. Well, no, Jake, something's already in the match. But still, just because they return doesn't mean that. Uh, I was making oh, a I... thing, somebody. Mm, yeah. Right over the head. <laughs> Diener and Khan aren't listed in this thing yet. They might show up, one of them. So who knows? Who knows? Madman Fultz. I wouldn't be the first time. Jake Chris could show up again. That's true. ODB could finally get her shot because she missed Impact 100. God bless that woman. She got a shout out by Mick Foley on Hot Ones today. I saw. I didn't get a chance to watch. I was honky tonking all day. Go go watch it. It's a good episode. Uh, I see people mentioning Sue Young. We've been we've mentioned Sue Young so many times that I am going to stop mentioning Sue Young as a returning anything. Taya Valkyrie. <laughs> I don't think Taya Valkyrie is going to be there. I don't think her contract's up, but that'd be funny. That would be funny. Yes, it would. Uh, Trinity versus Mickey James for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. This is a match that has a lot of back and forth opportunity. Like you said, if Mickey James is the one turning heel, I could see her winning this match. I don't know where Trinity stands under contract. We talked about this being it, but she's going to the UK. She's clearly having a good time with Impact. I don't know what her aspirations are moving forward. We do know that if she decides that WWE is somewhere she wants to return to, 
the door A is open and B, it's more open now than it was this time last year when Vince McMahon was forcing his way back through it. Yeah. I mean, I would like to believe that Trinity retains here. Mickey James goes heel and begins to harass Trinity. And much like with the Josh Alexander, Alex Shelley situation, I think that it comes to like a two out of three or three match stint. And Mickey James will eventually take it off of Trinity. But it, Trinity, I think at that point, will be champion for like a year or whatnot. I could be wrong. I feel like she's had it for like six months. Trinity's had it since Sue was it Slam anniversary. My brain hurts. My brain hurts too. I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> I'm ready for a sleep. Uh, anyway, she is. Yes. Yeah, I think Trinity is definitely winning, but I think that it definitely turns Mickey James heel. <laughs> okay. Uh, why does this keep coming up? Oh God, it came up with the other Trinity. Ah, that's so frustrating. <laughs> you gotta put trinity fatu the- uh, that's so silly why would you do that uh, anyway uh she won at why am i doing this anniversary yeah 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 anniversary. i was right not crazy what was that that was july oh so she just got and it okay and, yeah, yeah uh yeah and like trinity's booked for november as well when they do the mexico shows because i'm sure that was something she wanted to do as well which you know good on her so anyway. yeah uh, Chris Saban defends the X Division Championship against Kenta. We haven't seen Chris Saban in a hot minute, so that's fun. Uh, I I could see Kenta winning this match. I've made this joke before. There's a part of me that really wants it to come true for the lulls. Kenta wins the X Division Championship. CM Punk comes out. Punk says, I want that X Division title. Kenta versus CM Punk, January 4th in Tokyo Dome for the X Division title. New Japan, Impact, working together again. <laughs> Again, I go back to what I say. No matter how you feel about the man, he's a draw. And I'm all for more eyes on impact. And, bro, why are you working yourself into it? You just laugh. Just laugh. Just laugh. Because that's what you going to do. What you going to do? You not going to watch. You not going to watch. You not going to watch. I mean, I'm going to quit the show. We've talked about this. Joel, just like you guilt trip me into Saturday, be your DMs every week. Every week. Like, Joel Pro, bring that ass back. You coming to work, bro? You coming to work, bro? Yeah, my five bucks a month has to go somewhere. Uh, Will Ospreay takes on Mike Bailey in the sponsored match of the night. Uh, This is going to be such a fun match. I don't even care who wins. Like, nobody loses at this point. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay's going to get the pinfall victory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is going to be such a good match. Even if they want to be like, yo, Gresham Connor, nowhere to be a piece of shit, which I don't think it'll happen. However, this is going to be a good match. No matter who wins, it's going to be Will Ospreay. But no matter who wins, I'm the winner. Me, the wrestling fan. Cresta Mark and Star. Wow, I didn't know you had two two middle names and one of them was traditionally a men's name. Listen, nothing's traditional about professional wrestling, baby. <laughs> yeah. Listen, would I like Speedball to win and represent Impact? Yes. Do I yes. think Osprey needs to come in, have a dominant, not dominant, but have a good match and win so that he can look good going into the UK tour and turning mm-hmm. point? Yeah, I do. So we got that going. Uh, Alex Shelley in the main event defends his Impact World Championship against Josh Alexander. There's a part of me that thinks Shelley's going to retain because this, you you kind of said it, you know, do a best two out of three, but mm-hmm. then you've got Shelley wins this one, Alexander wins the next one, and then Alexander successfully retains against 
uh, Shelly in the rematch. Yeah, something to that effect. Something to that effect. Let's say Shelly, because it is showing that Shelly's cracking a little bit. So let's say he does retain here. Josh Alexander gets a rematch. And right when Shelly's about to pin him, uh, right when right when Alexander's about to win, Shelly fucking cheats. Yo, Cresta, stop swearing. I was wanting a swear jaw tonight, girl. Um, uh, Alex, uh, Shelly cheats. And then the third match, Josh Alexander wins. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But <sighs> my heart says... Shelly wins. My brain says Alexander's going to get back something he never lost. There has to be one championship title change on this match, on this card. So this one could be it too. It feels to me like if we do Shelly losing to Alexander, if Alexander gets that title, then we got to go to Macklin. And I'm not ready for Macklin. Yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. I don't think any because they just did a one-on-one match that basically got Alexander the number one contendership. This is Shelly winning. That lets him be kind of a dick for a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to see a heel Shelly. I think that'll be fantastic. And Dobby the Brain Heenan sends us a super chat that'll probably run us out. And that is, I need a solid run with this paranoid heel version of Alex Shelly. Could be incredible with new babyface challengers along the way. I agree, and that is why I could see it working out that this heel champion just takes on all the all the baby faces. But then they got to get to Moose because Moose is another one who's got a title match on the horizon. And I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't know if they're going to turn Moose. I doubt that they will, but someone's eventually going to have to face Moose. I don't want them to run back the, you know, someone wins the title and Moose wins it right away. And then we're off to the races. So, you know. Oh man, like he did last time on Josh Alexander in front of his wife and kid. I called that is a very that, moose thing to do. I called that weeks before it happened, and then I reiterated it live before the like as it was happening, and people were just on my ass about it, and they were like, "How did you put this into fruition? Like, what did you do? What do you do?" I just said it made the most sense. It got the most heat. It was perfect, and it was the storytelling was fantastic for those guys. Yeah. I can see that. That's Impact for August 19th, 2023. We'll be back here on Saturday. Myself, Cresta Star. I'm going to force her to come to work here on Impact. And Steven Jensen, of course, is going to come from the paywall. I mean, he does a show on Thursdays here as well on the main channel. But either way, the three of us are going to be here covering Impact Bound for Glory. Bible Select, we will hopefully have some scoops coming into the show for you maybe coming out of the show too but either way keep it locked best five bucks in the business so go subscribe now crest star what you got going on ladies and gentlemen we normally do the wrestling baldur's gate run but our randy orton friend is at a bruins game and he's assigned to be a real life person instead of a fake person so that's not happening tonight but you can find me every monday wednesday and friday over on twitch.tv or tiktok.com slash star on thursdays and saturdays i am here with joel pearl and saturdays apparently i'm here with joel pearl again <laughs> i also thought you could catch me on the collision show and the post impact show that was a lot Cresta the star on x twitter elon Musk's personal playground whatever it is see you there I'm tired. Joe Pearl, take us home, baby. Jeremy Lambert and I get in the weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over on FightfulOverbooked.com. Go to YouTube.com slash FightfulOverbooked. Subscribe to that channel. Tomorrow, Vinny Pacifico is going to join us. If you haven't seen Vinny Pacifico, you're living under a rock because he's everywhere. He's been on our show a bunch of times, but he'll be joining us at 11 a.m. Eastern. And, of course, 
we'll be talking about everything because that's what we do. We're a morning show, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon, talking about wrestling over on Fightful Overbooks. And of course, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you on Saturday for our post Bound for Glory show, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.